Ladies and gentlemen, this is America's Healthcare Advocate. Broadcasting coast to coast across the USA. Your guide to protecting your personal health. Bringing you simplified answers to the complex questions surrounding health care. Everything from cancer to liver transplants. Nutrition. Exercise. My yoga and Pilates instructor, Dana Goodale. Mental health and even pet care. Dr. Wayne Hunthausen, Westwood Animal Hospital. Empowering you to take control of your health and wellness. My very special guest today, Grace Marie Turner, president of the Galen Institute. Welcome back, Grace Marie. Well, Carrie, it's a pleasure to be with you. And I do have to say, you are the most knowledgeable about health policy. Just superlative. And now, ladies and gentlemen. Gentlemen, 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 gentlemen. And now, America's healthcare advocate, Carrie Hall. Hello, America. Welcome to America's Healthcare Advocate Show, broadcasting coast to coast across the USA. Our producer today, Miss Alicia Cox. I'm your host, Carrie Hall. This is your show, America. Thank you for joining us and making us one of the most listened to talk shows throughout the United States. 293 affiliates strong with the addition of two news stations. KDEX, AM and FM in Dexter, Missouri, and KWOC in Poplar Bluff, Missouri, AM and FM. We want to thank Ken Davison over at KEDX for getting us on the air and the good people at River Radio for KWOC. Like I said, we're up to 293 and counting. You can follow me on Facebook if you would like to do that at America's Healthcare Advocate. That's the name of the Facebook page. Lots of information up there. Videos up there, and the shows are posted up there. They're also posted on the podcast platforms, TuneIn, Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Apple Play, and iTunes. So you can get all the shows up there. If you hear a show like today and you want to tell somebody about it, and you may well want to do this after you hear this broadcast today because it's about getting your child or your grandson or granddaughter in college. You're going to find this very interesting. But the point is... If you want to tell somebody about the show, go up on the podcast platforms. They're all posted up there every week when they run. You can also reach out to me from the website, americashealthcareadvocate.com, americashealthcareadvocate.com. If you have a question, a comment, or a suggestion, we are happy to hear about it. I get about 100 of those emails a day sometimes, so sometimes I don't answer each of them the same day. But as I promise always, I will answer each and every one of them. If you are looking for health insurance, whether it's Medicare or individual health insurance, the lovely Joyce Thompson at RPS Benefits by Design is always available to help you at 877-385-2224, 877-385-2224, and Nate Tate is available to help you if you're looking for employer-sponsored health care at the same number. Nate is an expert and can help you with any employer-sponsored health care plan you are looking for at RPS Benefits by Design. All right, joining me in studio Claude Harris of the College Coaching Network. You know, when this show is brought to me by our marketing director, Lori Gilgus, I was like, oh, this is interesting. Now, having put two girls through college, I know how much fun it is trying to figure out how you're going to do all this. So, Claude, (laughs) welcome to the show. Yes, it is very fun. Yeah, I'm grateful to be here, Carrie. Appreciate you. Well, I think we got an opportunity here to educate folks. So this show is, you know, basically about how you get your kid, your child, it's just a grandchild that you're trying to navigate through. How do I find the school? How do I pay for the school? Can they qualify for a scholarship? How do they get through the ACT, SAT? How, or do they qualify for financial aid? You know, all these things that are out there, 
you've got a one-stop shop here where they do it all. So I thought this was kind of a fascinating topic. Like I said, I've been through this twice. I had one girl, uh, you know, one of my daughters went to George Washington. Another one went to a small college up in Wisconsin. So I'm very familiar with how all of this works, and it is no fun. So, so Claude, <laughs> what possessed you to do this to start yeah. with? Because it seems like you have to be a glutton for punishment to want to do this. Yeah, definitely. Well, I actually was on the on the chopping block myself. It personally happened to me. Um, my quick story is, you know, I was in high school. I was a pretty nerdy student. I had a 3.875 GPA, um, but I only scored a 17 on the ACT test. Um, my mom wanted me to be the first in my family to graduate from college. Uh, she never graduated from college, so she had aspirations for that to happen for me. And so um, when I got ready to apply to go to college, um, my score on my ACT was so low at 17 that I didn't get any money um, from scholarships at all. And so my mom almost depleted her 401k just to give me a shot of being able to, to cover the expenses of going to where I graduated from, Pittsburgh State University. Woo -woo. And so um, I walked on the basketball team. I was very fortunate enough to be a pretty good athlete, and I was able to get a scholarship, and that was how I continued to pay for my college. So I, I want to go back to something real quick. <laughs> yes. This is interesting. I didn't know this. If you score a low score on SAT, you're knocked out of the run for any kind of financial aid. Yes. Um, and, and the crazy thing about it, Carrie, is this, like, the my school counselor didn't tell me, and I'm, I'm a mama's boy, right? I mean, she only okay. has one child, right? So anything that I can do to make my mom's life better, I would have done it. That's why I was trying to make sure I was kept her proud of having a good GPA. Yeah. They didn't explain to me at the high school level that having a higher ACT test score took financial pressure off my mom. And so when I got ready to apply to college, I thought I was going to be a shoe-in because my GPA. Right. But it wasn't enough. Wow. And so she was going to have to go on her 401k. And how many people out there have been faced with this, okay, where there's not enough money or now you've got to go borrow money um, there, when there are uh, lots and lots of other resources? We'll talk about that today. But so what, how, did, so how did that lead you to do this? Yeah. So, you know, it's crazy. I graduated from, from college from Pittsburgh State University with my degree in finance and accounting. I went on to become the vice president of a, of a bank, and I was managing $30 million worth of money. And I don't know, Carrie, sometimes I think um, life happens to you. Um, and, <laughs> <Yeah>. so, <laughs> and so I honestly think that because it happened to me, instead of me getting bitter about it, I just tried to get better for my situation. And I, I said, man, there's got to be a way for me to serve and help other people that are going through some of the same problems that I went through. So I did a pilot program with the YMCA. Oh, and, wow. Okay. Yeah, and so we won six awards through the YMCA through the Young Achievers program. And um, I knew on the sixth award, it was a pretty big outfit, that I was on to something. And so we ended up pitching the idea um, like a shark tank. Um, we did it through a local um, group here in Kansas City where I reside. And um, I beat out 15 other entrepreneurs um, in my pitch. And so I won a $25,000 grant. And that's how you started. And that's how we started. Talk about boots up, <laughs> bootstrapping up. That's bootstrapping up. Yes, And yes. I can relate to that because I've built three businesses doing that, and it's not easy to do. Yes, yes. A lot of faith you have to have. But, you know, the, the thing that I noticed when I sat in that pitch contest to take the idea and scale it out was um, I was working with families individually through the YMCA, belly to belly, right? But I figured out that there's a way to use technology to take that and duplicate it and scale it out and impact more families. So that was the reason why. But I really want to help families get more education. I mean, the problem, and, and I use this, I know we're going to talk about it, but the problem that I see is families just don't know what they don't know. There's a, a big problem uh, with families not being educated. Yeah, there is. I mean, I, like I said, I went through this. Lori's over here raising her hand because I know, you know, her daughter went to KU. And, and 
it, it, it's, it, it's, it's like health insurance. <laughs> That's <laughs> yeah. the easiest way I can relate this, people. You know, you, you, health insurance is like a maze, okay? Yes. And there are all these things you have to go through, all this red tape, you know, all the different plans, all the different options, deductibles. Call, you know, this is the same thing. It's just a different deal. That's all. Yep. And your statement about we don't know what we don't know, you're 100% correct. And here's how you find out. Oh, it's his senior year, and we got to figure out what we're going to do. You know, how are we going to do that? Well, let's see. We'll start touring colleges, and we'll go online, and we'll apply for this, and we'll apply for that. And then, but but that's not a comprehensive approach. And what you're doing is putting everything together. We'll talk about this in detail in the next couple of segments. Is you're putting everything together so that folks know exactly how to get through all of this. That's true. And, and for me, like if I was able to get you know this three or four more points higher on my ACT. I could have went from a person that had an athletic scholarship to have an academic and athletic scholarship. And so it's a and lot. And that's of, all it would have taken was three or four, three or four more, points. more points. Yes. Now, see, that's really interesting because I'm certain as people in this audience are listening. I doubt very many people understand that or know that um, and, and, and recognize it's such a small number can make such a big difference um, in the outcome and where you are. You were fortunate enough. Like you said, you were a good athlete. And you walked on. And you got to play basketball and got a scholarship, but otherwise your mother would have been on the hook for the whole thing. Exactly. And, 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 and again, in fairness to my mom, I mean, my mom worked hard. She saved everything that she could save, you know, but the cost of college is rising so high. Oh, it's ridiculous. When Elizabeth went to Washington University, it was $46,000 a semester, not a year, a semester. Wow. So I know what that's like, <laughs> okay? And yes. it was not easy to do. So, you know, yeah, yeah, you make an excellent point. And, you know, and, and, you know, being that I'm a minority, it's it's crazy, too, because you see like a lot of people that are trying to break generational cycles. And I believe education is a big component to that. It's a huge component to it. It is the single biggest component to it. If you look at the statistics and you look at the stories, it is the largest component of making that change if you're going to make that change. And that's the easiest, best way for people to crawl out of that and get to the next level. So, all right, when we come back from the break, we're going to continue to talk to Claude about this program. It's an amazing program. I think it can help a lot of people. There, By the way, there happens to be an event on February 28th here in Kansas City at the High V Arena. It's from 4 to 8 o'clock. It is free. If you want to show up and talk to Claude, that would be a great time to do that. Also, this is a national program, folks. So if you're out there in San Luis Obispo, California, listening to me, or you're in Fort Myers, Florida, listening to me, um, you can go to the website, collegecoachingnetwork.com, collegecoachingnetwork.com, or you can call him at 913-777-7490. That's 913-777-7490. We'll be right back after the break with more. Stay tuned. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate, broadcasting here on the HIA Radio Network. Coast to coast across the USA. We'll be back with more. Welcome back. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate Show, broadcasting coast to coast across the USA here on the HI Radio Network. You can find out more about us by going to the website americashealthcareadvocate.com, americashealthcareadvocate.com. My producer, the always perfect Miss Alicia Cox. I'm your host, Carrie Hall. In studio with me, the coach. 
Claude Harris. No, we're not coaching football or basketball. We're talking about how you get your child or your grandchild or your niece or your nephew, whatever, um, into college. It is a maze to negotiate. This man understands how to put it all together. It's a one-stop shop. We're going to break into, in the third segment, all the different pieces that he does. But if you're interested here in Kansas City, there is a scholarship fair on February 28th at the High V Arena that used to be called Kemper, by the way. Um, and that goes on from 4 until 8 in the evening. It is free. So once again, February 28th at the High V Arena. Also, if you're listening to me anywhere else in the country, maybe you're in Amarillo, Texas, you're out there uh, in San Diego, California, you can go to the website site coaching college coaching network.com college coaching network.com and the phone number and i'll get it right this time 913-777-4940-913-777-4940 all right claude let's go back for a minute here and just talk about you you met you we were off here on the break there you guys gave away seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars you with those scholarships, you want to talk about that for a minute? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, so, like you were saying, our scholarship fair is February the twenty eighth from four to eight here at the Hivey Arena, the Old Camper Arena in Kansas City. Um, and we basically had our students that came in the room; they prepared, so they had their uh, transcripts, uh, preliminary transcripts, uh, their one page essay on why they want to attend college. So, this is people should bring this stuff with them oh, yes, if they come. Yes, yes. So, yes. the transcripts, a one page preliminary essay on why they want to go to college. Yes, one page essay, and then also, and they, you can't say because you want to drink beer and chase girls, guys. I no. Just want to point that out. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, that's those are secondary yeah, things. Thank you. Um, and so the other things is just like any kind of brag sheet, like a resume or what have you. Right. And so by bringing those in, you actually talk directly to the colleges. And so those colleges are giving scholarships away on the spot. So we gave seven hundred fifty thousand dollars of scholarships. Our goal this time is we want to do over a million dollars in scholarships. That is on the amazing spot. on the spot. Yes. Yes. You know, that, 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 that's quite remarkable. That fair, folks, again, February 28th, the Hy-Vee Arena, 4 to 8. Um, it's on if you want to attend that. Uh, you really should take a look at it. It's free and a great opportunity to meet Claude in person. So let's just go. There, you know, you, you gave me some things to talk about here, and I want to cover the first one that caught my eye. What are families doing wrong? I can't wait to hear this. <laughs> so th- we use a tagline a lot. Um, the way you're preparing for college is dead wrong, right? And so and it's an attention grabber, but it really is dead wrong. So I was just talking to a group of students this morning um, at, a, at a local school district. And so I asked him because the most, most students can uh, relate to buying a car as opposed yeah. to buying a house. Yeah. So I'll use that analogy today. So the process of buying a car, traditionally, what, do, what, is people, what do people do when they buy a car? What's the first thing that they'll do? Well, today, in today's world, since I just bought two, okay. my, my daughter just bought one and I bought one, is you go up on a website and you start looking at the dealers and who's got what. Um, and then and then you start deciding where you want to go. We were fortunate. We bought ours at Tri-State Ford and Tri-State Dodge in Maryville. Great people to work with, but that's about the fifth vehicle I bought there. But most people go troll yes. because they don't have – I'm fortunate. I know those folks, but that's a great that's a great example. So in your situation, buying your cars, you went online. Yep. And then from there, you were able to identify where you wanted to go yep. next, right? It's the same way for college, right? So typically now there's virtual tours. So I don't even have to go to the university. I can go right online and I can look at the schools that I'm interested right. in virtually. And then from that point, I get ready to make a decision. But then after you made a decision to buy the car, what was the next thing you did? <laughs> How am I going to pay for it? Right. Thank you. Okay. So traditionally, for those people that may not have their finances that you may have or other people, um, they want to get pre-approved, right? Just like buying a house. Just like buying okay. a house, right? All and right. so what happens is you'll get they'll do a credit qualification on you. They'll look at your income. They'll look at your assets if it's a down payment required or what have you, right? Just to make sure you can actually afford to buy this car or this house, right? So then when you actually get pre-qualified, then you now can put in what's called an offer. 
Okay. Right? And so you're offering them to be able to purchase that car or that home, right? Right. When you do that, then if that offer is accepted, then you go ahead and move towards closing. You're going to get your inspections Correct. done with the house and all that, yeah. right? Well, it's completely in reverse for, buy, for uh, college. Okay. So here's the problem. This is why people are preparing for college wrong. Traditionally, when you, when you get ready to buy a car or a house, you're pre-qualified up front and th- because you have to know that you Correct. can afford it, right? Right. Then you go ahead and put in the offer. I, I can hear this coming. Come on. <laughs> All right. Come on. So then when you get ready to apply for college, you pay an application fee. Uh-huh. You submit the application uh-huh. that gets you accepted into the college. Then once you wait after uh-huh. a long period of time, and uh-huh. what happens is, like right now, this is February. So people are waiting into February before they even fully apply. Right. Fast for what have you. Then they don't get their award letter back from the university until sometime around April, uh-huh. May, maybe even June. Uh-huh. Well, when does college start back? In August. You think that might be done on purpose, Claude? I'm just curious, <laughs> huh? We, yeah, uh huh. So then you're you're trapped. Right now, here's the deal, and this is this is this is what happened to me on on both occasions. By the way, I might add. Now, my one daughter got a scholarship. Elizabeth didn't to GW, but here's what we thought it was going to cost. Then we found out what it was really actually going to cost. cost. Yes, and it was by the time we got the meal cards yep. and the dorm and the this and the that. Um, it was significantly greater than what we originally thought it was going to cost. And the crazy thing about it, Kerry, is in this social media world, we have parents that are taking all these IG pictures, uh, Pinterest, Snapchat, all these different things, Facebook, what have you, and they have their kids holding the acceptance letter. And so now because their kids are holding the acceptance letter, the parents feel obligated to figure out how in the world they're going to pay to go to college. So instead of doing it the way you do the house of the car, which you figured that part out first, this is ass backwards. Well, you said it. Hey, I'm I'm just saying it is what it is. So I want want to paint a picture real quick because I never thought about this until until right now. Imagine you're going to look for a house, right? Yeah. And then you take a picture in front of the house to say, hey, we're buying this new house. But you haven't been pre-qualified for the house. You don't have the capacity to pay for. You don't have the income. You don't have the credit or any of that stuff. How much? How crazy would you look? Well, no, it's insanity. Well, you go through that whole process, then fall flat on your face. This is the exact same thing, except it's in reverse. Yes, you've been accepted. Oh, we forgot to tell you. You know, <laughs> but but yeah, and now you've got to go figure out like your mother did. Yeah, you know, you get desperate, right? We promised our kid he could go. We we this this is going to happen. We got to figure out how to pay for it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, I remember paying those loans off because that's exactly what I did. I went out and borrowed the money um, from the student loan program, and I paid it all off, obviously. And, you know, But the point is um, that's how we had to get through the process. And we had saved money just like everybody else, yes. but it wasn't enough. Yeah, and the problem with that, Kerry, is this. The responsibility in buying a car, the prequalification part, yeah. is on either the person selling you the car Correct. or it's on the bank. In, right. the, in the case of the college loan, it's on the parent. Correct. But they think that it's on the high school counselor or they think it's on the university, but it's really not. Yeah, it's not. It's on the parent and the parent is responsible for it. And that's exactly how it works. So, you know, when we come back now, we've told you what the problem is. Now we're going to tell you what the solution is. OK, so stay tuned. We'll be right back after the break. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate broadcasting here on the HIA radio network coast to coast across the USA. That event is February 28th at the High B Arena here in Kansas City. Four to eight, it's free if you want to attend that. Okay, that's a scholarship fair. And if you want to reach out to Claude online, collegecoachingnetwork.com, collegecoachingnetwork.com. When we come back, we're going to give you the solution to the problem. Stay tuned. We'll be right back after the break. The coach is in the house. 
Welcome back. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate Show, broadcasting coast to coast across the Fruit and Plain here on the HIA Radio Network. You can find out more about us by going to the website, americashealthcareadvocate.com. My producer, Miss Alicia Cox, I'm your host, Carrie Hall. Look, you're listening to all this stuff. It's like drinking out of a fire hose, right? I mean, seriously, go to the podcast platform. Oh, TuneIn's iTunes, SoundCloud, Apple Play, Spotify. The show's up on every one of those, okay? You can listen to the broadcast. Maybe you want to say, hey, hey, maybe you want to tell your husband, or maybe if you're a grandparent, maybe you want to tell your your, your kid, hey, your our grandson's getting ready for college. Here's what we're going to do. Go up and listen to this broadcast and understand it, or just reach out directly to Claude. He'll be happy to help you. And you can do that, by the way, by going to the website, collegecoachingnetwork.com collegecoachingnetwork.com. Also, the scholarship fair is February 28th at the Hy-Vee Arena, 4 to 8, 4 o'clock in the afternoon till 8 in the evening. It is free. They get Their goal is to give away a million dollars worth of scholarships. You might want to think about going, okay? That's a pretty good deal. All right, so let, let's let's just go through the list because, I mean, what I think is fascinating about this is if I would have known about this, <laughs> I would have been the first guy to go, when can we meet and how do we get this done? Yes. Okay, because back to what you said earlier, you don't know what you don't know, and there's a whole bunch you don't know. So go through the list of all the things you do. You start out by talking about choosing the right career, which I thought was kind of interesting because – does a kid actually going in his freshman year really know what career they want, or do they have to get through? Like, Elizabeth didn't decide law school until she was in her third year. She was in the Kennedy School of Government. Yes. She wanted to be a, a, in, the, in, in the State Department or something, and that all changed. She became a lawyer. So talk a little bit about that. Yeah, so we, we go about it a little. We have our secret sauce okay. of how we do it, right? right? So we go about this a little bit different. So we don't approach it from the standpoint of, like, what's your hobbies, your interests, and stuff like yeah. that. Everybody has a way that they're wired financially. So we start there, right? And so we partner with uh, Tom Corley. He's a, um, the author of a book called Rich Habits. It's okay. a phenomenal book. I paid all my daughters to read the book. 70-page 70, okay. 70 book. It's a great read. And so we basically created uh, a wealth assessment test. And so the wealth assessment test basically takes about maybe six or seven minutes to complete it. Um, but there's four pathways of how people are wired financially, right? So the first page, uh, uh, pathway is if a person is what's called a virtuoso. That's like a doctor, a lawyer, a specialized person in the right. craft, right? Second one is entrepreneur, someone like me that's crazy, what have you. And me. Like yourself, yeah. yep. Um, the third one is actually a corporate climber. They right. kiss babies, shake hands, and all those things. Yeah. And then the other one is basically a saver and investor, right? So we didn't. That would be my wife, by the way, not me. And I have the a saver very, and the investor. Yes. Thank yeah. God. My, actually, my wife is that person too. Yeah. Yeah. She yeah. and um and she's actually um my uncle is very very tight, so he's always broke, but he's always got money. Yeah. Right. So everybody knows somebody like that, right? <laughs> but it's crazy because those people uh, are wired that way. So that's that's how you start out in this. We, so then how do you get to the college selection itself? So once we discover the pathway of how they're wired, then we know that there's particular industries that speak to how they're wired financially. And then from that point, then it may be where their their plan is not to go to college. Okay. So and we, there's nothing wrong with there's that. There's nothing at all wrong they're, with they're, that. They're, you, know, we, you know, we've had Duke Dvokovic on this show a number of times, from the president of the AFL-CIO, and they're hurting for young kids that want jobs uh, as masons, as, uh, Welders, as, as pipe players, yes. as electricians, as you know, carpenters, all these different things. So there are paths for them, too. Yes. And so we want to early identify that because you don't want a person spending all this money on a degree or they don't even complete it. But and, they might make a great automobile mechanic. Very much so. Okay. So and they that, can make just as much money without the or debt. Or more. Or more without, without having an obligation. So we kind of want to self-select from that point starting out. 
And then from there, then if their pathway is truly college, then we want to give them everything we're going to go over, right? Yeah. So once we do that, then we, we align them to the different pathways that they can choose for um, going to a college. And then what we want to do is teach them how to actually do research or, or pre-approve themselves for the college of their dreams. All right. So let's talk about the, the big one now, scholarships. Yes. So a lot of families don't get scholarships because they don't understand how to play the scholarship game. Okay. Right. So it is a game. So there's three ways you can get scholarships. Right. And so the first way is private scholarships. And so private scholarships are applicable to any university. Right. The other one is through what we call like foundations. So okay. there's people that may have passed away. Right. They give money to a charity. Okay. And then that charity. The VFW does that. Exactly. Okay. There's an example for veterans. Yes. Okay. And they're all over the place. Right. Right. Wonderful organizations like, yeah. that, like them. And so. Uh, a lot of their applications are low because people don't even know they exist. No, they don't. Right? It's, yeah. And so what they do is their job is to market to people that are affluent. They receive money into their foundation, and then they invest that money through their endowment, and they continually give that money out year over year. Okay. But they go to the high schools, talking about these foundations, with expectation that the high schools will notify the students and let them know that these resources exist. Okay. It's falling dormant because there is a problem in the high schools where the average amount of time that a high school counselor will spend with a student over their four years is 38 minutes. <laughs> that, that almost sounds like the average amount of time that a primary care physician spends with their patient. Actually, that's seven and a half minutes, so they're doing a lot better. Okay, But it's not good, people. All right, so uh, what about Pell Grants? Because we hear a lot about Pell Grants. So talk about that a little bit. Yeah, so there's two ways you qualify under those three. And real quick, before I go to Pell Grants, I just want to finish out that. So the foundations, and then also you have what's called institutional or endowments. Okay. Right, so those are the three ways you get scholarships. Now, you can get money through either the scholarship piece that I just talked about or where it's called need-based. So okay. ev everything I just talked about is based upon merit, and we'll go deeper into that, or need-based. Okay. Need-based is if you have low income, right. what have you, right? And so Pell Grants mean like the government's going to subsidize a certain amount of money to cover. You may get up to $6,400 in some situations, state aid, local aid, what have you, right? So okay. those are things that you don't have to pay back. But that's you, a Pell Grant. That's a Pell Grant. Okay. You don't pay that back at all. Okay. It's subsidized by the government, and you basically can use that to offset. And even work study is something that you don't have to pay back. Okay. It's money that comes in the financial aid package. Okay. So so that's how all of that works. Um, then, then what if, you know, financial aid and assistance. So that's a different piece. Completely. How, how does that work? So what you have to do is just like a tax return. Right. Um, and so it's called a FAFSA form. Okay. Um, we've seen problems where people at the high school want the students to actually complete the FAFSA form. And a student should never complete the FAFSA form. It's worse than doing your own tax return. <laughs> right? Which I would never, ever do, people. Yes, yeah. I wouldn't know. Okay. And so I have a degree in accounting, and I don't want to do my own taxes. Thank right? You. So, so, but the problem with the FAFSA form is this. People put down information that they shouldn't. So I'll just give you some of the top ones that we yeah. see. So let's say, for example, that you have a 401k, and they're asking you for your assets. You don't put that down. Now, that's interesting because I would have never guessed that. I would have thought you definitely have to you put don't that need down. The uh, government doesn't mandate that you put down a 401k as an asset. Any asset, and it's called basically your asset protection allowance. Wow. A, a asset, I don't want to go too deep into this, but an asset protection allowance is basically how much money can you have in liquid assets that will allow you to basically cover the expenses of your children going to college. The rule of thumb is they allow you $1,000 for every year of your age. So I'm 49. May not look it, but I'm 49, right? Yeah, you look like you're 39, but anyway. 49, and um, so I can only have $49,000 in liquid assets. That doesn't then it doesn't hurt me from getting financial aid. 
If I have more money than that, right? It reduces the it amount. It reduces the amount that I qualify for. <laughs> you get the impression this guy knows what he's talking about? <laughs> yeah, he really does, okay? If you want help with this, I don't care where you're listening to this, okay? If you're struggling with this or you've got, you know, a grandchild coming up through the ranks in high school that's going to go through this and you want to give them some help, collegecoachingnetwork.com. Reach out to Claude and get some help or call him at 913-777-4940, 913-777-4140. All right, so that's financial aid. And, and, and so, so talk about, you know, direct access to industry professionals. You talk about that. What does that mean, industry professionals? Yeah, so we do a lot of mentorship. So our focus is primarily just scholarships, right? And so okay. that's our main focus. So when we have students that come out, we do like basically tutoring. So we tutor Monday through Thursday for about an hour, hour and a half every day. Um, and it's all part of our program. And so we'll have people that come out from foundations. All right. They'll talk directly over to our students okay. and say, hey, this is our foundation. This is how you apply. These are our scholarships. Wow. And then we have essay coaches that are on staff, and they'll actually help the students craft their essay right on the spot. So they can do that virtually if they're somewhere else. You're national. So if they're yes. like in Tampa, Florida listening to this, or they're in Pensacola, or they're in Alabama someplace, whatever the case may be, they can reach out to you, and you can put all that together virtually. That's what we do. So they can do the same thing virtually. Yes. That is remarkable. I mean, <laughs> you know, I knew there were a lot of moving pieces, people. But, I mean, again, you don't know what you don't know, and there's a lot we don't know. Um, so talk a little bit about, um, you know, one of the things I noticed is it's kind of like when you go, you look at these houses online and you think you're going to buy a house, then you get out to the house and you went, that's not quite how that looked online. That right. was a really good photographer or videographer because it didn't look quite like that. You know, when you do these co these virtual college tours, you get something out of it. But I got to believe, you know, when you get there, you know, like when my daughter went to Beloit and I got to Beloit, that was a school in Wisconsin Andrea went to, I was like, oh, Lordy, what are we doing here? This is not quite what I thought it was. Right. So talk a little bit about that before we go to break. Yeah, real quick. Uh, culture means everything. Like you have to make sure that you feel comfortable with the culture. Okay. Like do people uh, approach you, do, you know, that, those things. And then sometimes it's just a gut feel. If you feel in your gut that that's where you should be <laughs> or where you should not be, uh -huh. you need to follow that. That's that's very interesting because I had that distinct impression when, when she went to Bloyd and that uh, turned out to be the case because it wasn't exactly a great fit, although she did finish and get a, a great degree and all the rest of it. But it is interesting. If you want information, once again, you can reach out to Claude wherever you are, collegecoachingnetwork.com, collegecoachingnetwork.com. You want to take the pain out of this and you want to do it the right way and not have a hit and miss, you just heard a whole series of things that I never thought of and I'm sure many of you would never think of on how to improve the opportunity for your child, your grandchild, your niece, your nephew, whatever the case may be. That's Go to the website, collegecoachingnetwork.com. When we come back from the break, we'll wrap it up. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate, broadcasting here on the HI Radio Network, coast to coast across the USA. Stay tuned. Welcome back. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate Show, broadcasting coast to coast across the USA here on the HIA Radio Network. You can find out more about us on the website, americashealthcareadvocate.com. Also, all the shows are posted on the podcast platforms. Tune in, iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud. They're all up there. Okay, this show, if you want to tell somebody about it, you've got a grandson, granddaughter, you've got a child, whatever the case may be, this, go listen to this. Tell them to listen to it. They'll learn a lot, and then you can reach out to Claude directly and get some help because, believe me, um, this is this is a process, and I've done it twice, and it is no fun. It's very stressful, and it's very difficult, and to quote Todd, you don't know, excuse me, to quote, 
quote, Claude, you don't know what you don't know. And I've been called worse. I think we're learning a lot about that <laughs> as we talk. So there is a fair coming up. It's going to be February 28th at the High V Arena. It's a scholarship fair. They're going to give away up to a million dollars in scholarships. You might want to think about going down there. Uh, it runs from four to eight. Um, Claude said, you know, bring your transcripts, bring your letter, your resume, why your you want to go yep. to college. Essay, okay, yep. And if you've got any kind of a, uh, ancillary stuff about things that you've done, bring all of that. Be ready because you may have an opportunity to get a scholarship right there. February 28th, 4 to 8 at the High V Arena. If you're listening around the country to me, one of our 293 affiliates, maybe you're down there in Dexter, Missouri, one of our newest affiliates, you can go up on the website collegecoachingnetwork.com. They do everything virtually. They can help you the same way they help people here in Kansas City. Collegecoachingnetwork.com. Help connect you, help you get to the right school and do the and get the financial assistance, whether it's a scholarship or financial aid, whatever the case may be, they can help you pull that off. All right, you said something interesting, that the scholarship thing is a game. Yeah. Let's talk about the game, Coach. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, And we want to play to win. Definitely, we want to play to win. So the game is this. So, like, when you're going after scholarships, um, there's two ways you can get scholarships. You can get scholarships through um, basically the merit-based side, which is based upon the student, and then you can also go after private scholarships, right? So I want to go after the merit-based side because there's more money there, and people like money. Interesting. Okay. So this is how the game is played. So let's say, for example, um, you come to one of our scholarship fairs, right? And let's say some of the schools that actually offered you scholarships. My daughter came. She's a senior in high school this year. Um, and she got eighty eighty plus thousand dollars and being there for one hour. Holy moly! Right uh, from Arkansas Baptist. Actually, okay. I give them a shout out. Never a school I never heard of. Uh, okay, three point five GPA and they were willing to give her a full ride. That's amazing. Right, and so and they didn't even care about her ACT test score. That's right. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Not at all. Right. Wow. So that happened. And then she looked at you and said, "I told you, Dad, I didn't have to study for those scores." Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wish that would happen when yeah, I was. Yeah, 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 yeah. So the crazy thing about it, though, is, um, and I don't want to say anything bad about that, but she's looking at another school. Right. Right. And but being able to get scholarships from fairs like that one or other ones that may be in your local area. Yeah. Right. Because um, they're and all you can the connect them with those. I sure can. OK. Yeah. Nationally. Nas- all right. Yep. And okay. so if they're able to get scholarships from those other uh, entities, then they don't necessarily have to go there. But one of the students of ours, a recent story with Holly, she um, got accepted to Pepperdine University. Yeah, I know Pepperdine very well. Malibu, California. Great Mal- school. California. So she is in theater and arts. OK. Um, beautiful young lady. Uh, she basically came to us with her family. And they were like, hey, we were $24,000 a year short. Yeah. We don't know how we're going to cover this. And so she had some other offers from other schools. And I said, well, what are you doing with those other offers? She was like, I don't want to go there. I said, but we don't want to just not do anything yeah, with those. Yeah, you need a backup plan. we got to have a backup plan, yeah. right? And so typically a backup plan is if my A plan doesn't work, then I'm going to go to one of those schools, right? right? That's not how we do it. The game. We, te- we teach you how to play the game to win. So this is what we do. We, tell, we told her to take those award letters from those other schools, write an appeal letter to Pepperdine, attach those award letters I, I, I love this. and say, hey, can you match, like Walmart price matching, can you match this. or beat what we have from these other schools? Just like buying a car. Remember when you go to the dealer and say, can you beat the other dealer's price? Same game. And do you Except know, a little more sophisticated. We got our $52,000 more in scholarships by playing that game. If that doesn't tell you there's there's <laughs> significant merit to this, I don't know what does. That is amazing. Now, this is something I never would have known, and I guarantee you 99% of this audience would have never heard of that or never even thought of that. So basically, you go, you, you apply. You don't, you don't get everything you want to go to the school, whether it's Pepperdine or whoever it is, but you've got two or three other offers that maybe are a lot better. You take those offer letters, send them back to them, and say, hey, can you match this? Yes. Lo and behold... 
they come back and give you $54,000 more. That is a remarkable strategy. And I, I really want to highlight, I mean, even though the pandemic's going on, you know, I pray for families. Well, that are the going clouds are parting in case you haven't heard, but anyway. Exactly, yeah, exactly. Know. Anyway. But because of the current situation, the climate of the market right now, um, there's a lot of students that are normally coming into the United States that are going to these universities and they're paying full sticker price. A lot of those students are not coming over right now. Yeah, that's right. Right? And so because those students are not coming over and they don't negotiate sticker price, they just pay full sticker price, these schools are really scrambling trying to get really quality students to come. And so it's even more available. How? I would have thought just the opposite. That's no. Very, okay. It's because they, those are dollars that they can't claim. So now they need bodies in those seats in order to make sure that the institution is continually running. Right. And so because go ahead. <laughs> no, this is fascinating. Keep going. Yeah. So because there's a, a low uh, influx of new students coming in, there's even more, more opportunity yes, to negotiate because they want those high quality students to attend their universities now more than they ever have. So that's the big piece of how to negotiate on the merit based side. So I'm going to flip over real quick on to the actual private couple, side. We got about a minute left. All right. So on the on the regular side where you're going after private scholarships, we teach our students through our program how to go after four core essays. There's four common things like what did you overcome, challenges, what have you. And then once you get those core essays done, you can basically tweak those essays and just keep reapplying for multiple scholarships without applying, without writing a whole new essay every time you do it. You know, this this is actually yeah, it's remarkable. I really appreciate your coming in here and doing this. We're going to do some more of this before. This before summer gets here and all these choices uh, have to be made. You know, I, I, the show's America's Healthcare Advocate. You all know that. We don't always just talk about healthcare on this broadcast. When I heard about Claude and Lori brought this to me, I was like, you know what? This 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 needs to be out there. People need to understand the opportunity. So go to the website, collegecoachingnetwork.com, collegecoachingnetwork.com. Reach out to him. He will be happy to help you. He has a wealth of knowledge. I think you all heard that today. Um, additionally, if you're here in Kansas City and you want to go to the scholarship fair on February 28th at the High V Arena, the old Kemper Arena, it's from 4 to 8. It is free, and you can go uh, to the High V Arena. $1 million worth of scholarships. Might be worth the trip down there just to find out, right? And anywhere in the country, again, if you want help, reach out. He does college fairs all over the country. CollegeCoachingNetwork.com, CollegeCoachingNetwork.com. And now I leave you with this thought from Dr. Martin Luther King. Americans must learn to live together as brothers and sisters, or we will surely perish together as fools. Truer words were never spoken, people. Thank you for listening to America's Healthcare Advocate, broadcasting here on the HIA Radio Network, coast to coast across the USA. Once again, if you want to reach out to Claude, go to the website, collegecoachingnetwork.com, collegecoachingnetwork.com, and that fair is February 28th at the High V Arena, 4 to 8. Thank you for listening. Goodbye, America. Yeah, I'm a love struck, baby. You got me love struck, baby.